Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show. It's Straight Talk with Joe. Welcome to the show. It's Straight Talk with Joe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another great show of Straight Talk with Joe. I'm your host, Joe Detellis. Uh We have a um, special show for you guys tonight. I'm sure everyone will enjoy it. Uh, but before we get into that, let's introduce our co-host. We have Mr. Keith Ellaby. What's going on, world? How y'all doing? And we can't forget about Miss Monique Calderon. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, if it's everyone's uh, first time tuning in tonight, um, we we'll just give you a brief overview of what the show is and. Uh, what we're about and what we're trying to do. So here at Facebook Show, we um, we have true conversations. Uh, we have true conversations about the Christian faith. We have true conversations about real, real world and life situations uh, that pertain to Christians. Uh, we're, we're not judging anyone. Uh, we are coming together wholeheartedly as Christians, uh, discussing topics that pertain to us in today's world. Um, so if you're a first-time listener, we we thank you and we encourage you to tune back in. Uh, but before we get into the topic, we would like to uh, just say a, a quick prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you once again, Lord God, for allowing us to come to you, allowing us to uh, be able to spread your word in many different avenues and many d- different directions, Lord God. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your grace and your mercy, and we thank you for the people that are on the phone lines right now, Lord God, and we pray that the words that are said here uh, be for the edification of you and your people, and we hope that uh, we can influence someone to be drawn closer to you uh, tonight. So we pray these and many other things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, we have a great show for you guys tonight. I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of proud right now. Um, These two gentlemen that we have on, I've literally been knowing them all my life, and they have grown into great men, and they're doing great things uh, respectively uh, in their lives. And, um, you know, the topic we're going to come... Discuss tonight is should Christians listen to rap and all secular music? So we have uh, two different sides of the fence tonight. We have a Christian secular artist and a Christian hip hop artist, and we want to get perspectives from both worlds. We want to get perspectives from both men um, and get an idea of what led them to where they're at now, and how God is using them in their lives. Um, so without further ado, I'll introduce a really good friend of mine, Mr. Alonzo Phillips. Hey, what's going on, man? Not much, man. How you doing, sir? Hey, man, I'm doing good. I'm blessed. How to say it? The Lord is with me. 
Amen. So um, just um, just tell everybody uh, you know who you are, you know, you know what your what your message is when it comes to your music, and how did you get started in um, in Christian in Christian hip hop? Well, um, like you said, my name is Alonzo Phillips. Um, I'm from Florida. Went to college, played football in college. So I'm gonna back up a little bit to high school. I used to I used to do um secular music. I used to like rap, you know, secular music. Um I opened up for Trip Daddy, um when I did secular music before I got saved. Um I was about to get signed with um Slip and Slide Records. Um, but I didn't do it. Um I guess I don't know if it just didn't fall through or whatever. I just didn't feel like that was for me. And then um, my dad had got shot in the head when I was in my, my senior year in high school, and he got killed. And the people were trying to, like, rob him. He didn't want to give up his cash. So um, that kind of pushed me, you know, in, like, a little different direction in a way. But I still was doing my little thing. Um, and then probably what, you know, transferred me from, you know, the secular rapping to, you know, I call it positive rapping. You know, I don't want to say gospel because people like, I'm afraid, you know, when you say gospel rap, but even more, more positive rap um, is um, when I was playing football and um, I got picked up by the um, Buffalo Bills and um, they flew me into a rookie mini camp and I did real good. And then, um, you know, they let us go. It was like a three-day thing. And then um, I started playing arena football up in Montana and, like a week before the game, I went up for a pass, and um, the dude was next to me. He tried to, like, you know, knock me over the wall, and um, I came down on my leg, and um, my leg snapped in half, and my bone was sticking out my leg. Um, and um, from then, you know, I looked down at my leg, and I was like, hey, my life is over. You know, I, I was, like, in a depression state. Um, I really didn't want to do much no more because that's all I knew was football and track. And so, um, you know, my mama, she pretty much been on drugs all my life. So, you know, after all that happened, after all that transpired, you know, I started, you know, reading my Bible. Like, I was in the bed for probably nine months. I ain't had the money to pay for, you know, therapy, physical therapy, so I had to do it on my own. So, um, you know, the nine, eight, nine months, I was playing my video game and reading my Bible, reading my Bible, playing my video game, playing my video game, reading my Bible. And um, I got closer to God. And I got pretty good at um, Madden, um, so you better watch out on Madden. I don't play on that. Um, but um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, um, I just, I just started getting closer to God, man. I started learning about people in the Bible. Like I always been in the church all my life, but I never really like got saved. I, you know how you, you pretend like you're saved, you know, just because you go to church. But I actually, you know, gave my life to Christ. I actually understood, you know, how He died and why He died, and you know. You know, in the everything about reason, you know, in detail why he did it, and um, you know, I started learning about Job and trying to see how you know Moses compared to my life and how Joseph compared to my life. I just tried to figure out everything, you know, and I started getting closer and closer. And um, at first, I didn't understand gospel rap. I was like, you know, what is this? Like, you know, that secular stuff. And then I realized that you know, when God gives you a gift. When you get saved, don't mean you can't use it. You know what I'm saying? So I started, you know, doing gospel rap, man, and I don't have a big run with that. I don't open up for, you know, uh, 
uh, event that Flowrider hosted. Um, Ernest Pugh, I opened up for him. Um, I opened up for Yolanda Adams, for Dietrich Haddon, for um, I opened up for uh, Fred Hammond, um, Jessica Reedy. She was like the second runner-up on, um, I think it was uh, Sunday's Best. Um, you know, I, I don't have a ride with this thing, man, and, and I love God, man, and, you know, the rest of it is pretty much history. Amen. 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 That is, that's a testimony. Um, so, Jamil, not Jamil, I'm sorry. Can you give us an idea of how you got started in the hip-hop industry and, um, you know, your background as a Christian and what led you to Christ? Okay. Well, I first, um, you know, I'm from Gifford, Florida. I went to the University of Kentucky and played some football in the SEC. Um, and after my sophomore year playing in the SEC, I had a, uh, a heart surgery that ended my career. I could have died on the field. I actually played two seasons with what I had, and I was just, God blessed me to the point where I didn't die from it. Uh, but after that, you know, I had lost everything. I lost, I was just a couple months away from being eligible for the, the NFL combine, and I got that surgery, and that surgery took everything I had worked for a couple months away from my goal. And so that was like the lowest point of my life at that point. This was like 2008. And, um, I don't know. I had a choice at that point. I just real. I was by myself. I was in Kentucky. I don't have family there, so um, I had a choice. Where I could have, you know, either went back home to an area where I may have done a lot of bad things and, you know, made a lot of bad decisions, or I could have listened to God and followed my dream and come up with some, another plan. He gave me another plan, so I uh, I started a, my own business, uh, Pastor Steve Entertainment. Um, I got I got a feature with Blood Raw with, um, up in I'm from Atlanta. Well, actually, Blood Raw from Florida. I got a feature with Blood Raw work from, with Sean Paul. Um, right now, I record at Soul Asylum Studio. I own my own marketing company here in Atlanta. Um, I market music, market with clubs. Um, I got my own personal music. I just released a mixtape. I think it has over like 1,500 downloads right now. I don't even really um, remember the number, but. You know, this music music kind of saved my life after I lost football, and it, it makes a big impact from the stage that I was able to gain while playing football mixed in with the music. It just gave me a huge platform. Man, hey man, God definitely saved you, man, and uh, we're glad to uh, have both of you guys on. And you know, you guys come from, uh, you know, we basically all come from the same place, but uh, God definitely had a, a hand over all of our lives, and um, God be the glory for saving each and every one of us on this call for uh, our trials and tribulations. Um, but I, I, I will, um, I would like to open up a discussion uh, for a second. And, you know, this goes out to everyone on the phone, uh, on the phone line. So a question that I would like to pose is, should Christians listen to secular hip-hop music? Is it okay for Christians to, um, you know, listen to, you know, Future, Lil Wayne, uh, you know, Jeezy. I, you know, I'll be the first to say, you know, I, I'm saved and I definitely still listen to hip-hop music. Um, you know, me personally, it does, I don't think it influences me on the decisions that I make in life. Um, but, you know, I, I can see where certain words can influence, you know, your 
spiritual status. But um, I, you know, I'll open up the floor to to everyone to to discuss that uh, that question. Uh, yeah, this is me, Keith. Definitely a good discussion. I, I want to pose. Uh, I would like to pose that question to Alonzo and Jamil first, since they are yeah. our guests. Uh, so, Alonzo, uh, you could take the floor first. Like, be maybe about two minutes or less. We should take on Christians listening to rap music. Well, and um, personally, how strong are you in the faith? And um, I mean, you, it, it ain't really about you to be honest with you. It's about the people that's watching you. You know, if you got somebody that comes straight off the street, you know, somebody that listen to hard music like Young 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 Buck, you know, uh, you know, whoever you know that's popular. I don't I don't listen to hard rap music because uh, like I might have a little kid that's listening to that, and then when he get in the church. You know, it ain't gonna really change who he is because he's still listening and doing the same things that you know um, that he did before. Because the Bible says, you know, when I became a um, man, I put away childish things. You know, the Holy Spirit will make you not do things that you used to do, make you not want to do things that you used to do. So, you know, if I if I still, I mean, I understand. You know, you listen to R and B and this and that. You know, if you're with your wife or you know something like that. But music does things to people that they don't want to admit. It take you back places where you shouldn't be. It have you thinking about, you know, if you will, some girl that you had in high school or whatever. People don't like to admit it, but it's the truth. And um, it, it's all about what does it do to you when you listen to it? What does it take you when you listen to it? And that, you know, disciples if you should or you shouldn't listen to rap music. Amen. Amen. Uh, Amen. Amen. Jamil, did you want to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, your, your opinion. Oh no, okay. But um, I feel like uh, I'm one of the per- people who believe that God gave everybody a purpose. I think everybody has a purpose, and I think that in a different way from everybody, I think it differently God uses each person to impact somebody else's life and to pass His message through whatever vessel He chooses to use to pass that that message. I, I agree that um that rap music. Today, I think it's changed from the 80s and 90s. Um, it was more conscious. It was more focused on the community. To today, it's more uh, it's promoting drugs and all of the other uh, secular stuff. I do believe that. I don't like where it's going, but I think music is in a transition state right now. I think with, with new artists like um, you know Kendrick Lamar, uh, J. Cole, I think if you listen to some of that type of music, yes, it still has a lot of secular stuff in it, but I think that... You know, God still wants to spread his message even to people that listen to secular music. So some of that stuff might be, you know, vulgar, but a lot of that stuff rappers talk about, people who've been through it and who've been through the struggle and who've been through some of those situations, they can really relay a message. They can relay a message through rap music um, that I think that, you know, some people out here need to hear, but they don't hear because they don't listen to Christian music. So we got to reach people some way. So that's why I think, uh, you know, both Christian and secular music are both equally important, I believe, because you know we got to spread a message somewhere, and I think God uses people to spread a message to the people who may not be listening to Christian music. Amen, amen. Um, so 
You know, Lonza, you um, you mentioned that if you know a, a young adult or a teenager is listening to hard, you know, hip hop music that's out right now, you know, like you know maybe um, like like I mentioned, Future or um, I can't say <laughs> maybe Meek Mill or something like that. Um, do you think that? It will affect them if they're in the church and they're listening to, you know, those type of artists. Do you think that them listening to that type of music will hinder them from actually hearing the word of God and and or and maybe um, accepting Jesus Christ? Um. That's kind of a, a, you know, a two-way question. Um, but my answer would be, if it's a new believer, yes, it's going to hinder them because they're going to be confused. If, if like, it's just like this. If I, I don't got nothing against music, and you know, you know, I somewhat agree with Jamel. You know, God do use everybody for a certain purpose, but it's for His, for His um glory, for His glory. You know, you got people, rappers out here, they out there doing it for their glory, out there doing it for the fame Amen. and fortune. It's not, it's not people out there trying to save lives. You, they're not doing that. You know, they're trying to promote themselves so they can, you know what I'm saying, get their reward on earth. When, when, when Jesus said, you know, if you, he, if you draw, draw the man, um, you bring him to him, he's going he gonna, he gonna to lift him up. You bring the man to him. You, you lift his name up, he's going to draw the man. That's what Jesus said. So my thing is that if you stuck on, you know, for instance, you got somebody that listen to rap and somebody listen to rap, listen to rap. If somebody heard me cussing, eventually cussing, you know, profanity is going to get inside of you. People don't believe it. It's true. You, you can think about it. If you got a pastor and a pastor don't listen to rap, you know, and then we're going to pretend like he just start listening to rap for about two years. He start listening to, you know, Young Jock, uh, you know, Dre, uh, you know, Wayne, everybody. He just start listening to him, you know, and eventually – People don't want to say it, but eventually he's going to slip and cuss because it's inside of him. So you got to do something to turn away from that. Like It's like um, stop smoking cold turkey. You got to, like, give it to God. You got to let God lead you. And people not being led by God, they lead themselves. That's what I think. Amen. Uh, Jamil, wow. uh, Amen. Yeah, uh, your thoughts on that. Say it again, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I, I said uh, I, I wanted to get uh, Jamil's thoughts on um, on oh, your response. Okay. okay, I heard you. Well, it's crazy because I, uh, I actually agree with a lot of that. I, I think that me growing up, I listened to a lot of um, bad music, and a lot of that music really influenced the way I looked at women, just to be honest with you, and the way I treated women and the way I valued women. Now that I'm older and more mature, and I listen back to some of the songs that I grew up on, um, I actually believe that it made a negative impact just by growing up on that type of music, on uh, on how you treat a woman and how you value a woman, because it, it really, rap music uh, does degrade women a lot. Um, I think the only way to fix it is, and it probably, you know, it's going to be hard to fix, but um, because you got to make it change the whole message, and that's going to be, that's what's going to be difficult, because uh, they don't know that. They don't know that life yet because they never were introduced to it. A lot of people. I, I mean, I just know I have brothers that um, never left 
the place they were born at, and they they never did anything. They never saw anything, anyone bigger than a drug dealer, and that's what, that was their hero, and that's their image of success is a drug dealer. And little do they know, you know, it's people out here, CEOs out here that are billionaires. They don't know it's another level of success, and I think that's what's wrong with the rappers. Just because they have money doesn't mean they're more educated than they were before they had money. So they make music about crazy stuff and stuff that's not helping our community, our people. Uh, and I do agree with what, with, with his point. I do agree with his point. So Jamil, um, you yeah. manage uh, hip hop artists. You, um, you know, you run a successful uh, 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 media company. What do you do, or what can you say to your artists? or even other artists in the industry that you may come across that may change their mindset uh, to probably gear it towards, you know, thinking consciously saying, listen, what you're saying, some of these kids are actually listening to it and, 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 and actually acting on what you're saying in, 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 in your songs and, and doing on your videos, you know. Um, yeah. Coming up, um, listen, you know, Florida, you know, you listen to Plies, and, you know, back in 2006, everybody wanted to be a goon, and everybody wanted to get a chopper. Yeah. And then eventually everybody, I ain't going to say everybody, but a lot of people got assault rifles and just uh-huh. started shooting people for no reason. So yeah. with you being in the position that you're in, you have a key that a lot of people don't have because you can influence others. So tell us how you um, can go about in, uh, influencing others in that area um, to put a positive spin on it. Um, one thing, one thing that I find that's interesting about hip hop and rap is it's the top selling genre of music in the in the world. It's it's its own culture. The whole thing is its own culture, and it has the most influence in the in the whole world. You'll see people in China break dancing. That just shows how far that hip hop reaches. And I think um, I think that music has declined overall over the years, and I think that it's come to a place where Right now, there's really nothing positive being put, and that's why when I find I don't when I look for artists, I look for artists that their music is about life, their music is about struggle, their music is about real things that people connect with. It's it's not about making a song about how much money you have, how much jewelry you have. It's not about making that type of music anymore. I think music is transitioning. I think it's about making something um, that people can connect to, and then why you when you when you get that connection from that song. You should also add into your lyrics about how to change it. If you sold drugs all your life, don't just rap about selling drugs. Rap about, okay, I sold drugs, but I did this. This took me away from selling drugs. This is why I don't sell drugs no more. You can make a rap song, still it's good, but you don't have to just talk about selling drugs. Just tell. That's what I think about music. You can pass messages to people through rap music because everyone, no matter color, no matter gender, Everyone loves rap music, and that's the thing I love about it. It touches so many people. And if you could just convince artists that we need to go back to the times where, you know, in the NWA, I know F the Police was a terrible song. I understand that. But look what it did for the community back then, though. You know, look what it did for the people who were getting abused by police, and look how many people gravitated towards that group, all because they made a song that, that made a difference, you know? And that's what I think music needs to go. That's why when I look for artists and people who, who I'm looking for, I just, just got to have a purpose behind what you're doing. I got to see that, okay, God bought this person because he's from Los Angeles. He was a crip. So if he raps about crip stuff, but in the midst of rapping about that crip stuff, 
he's saying, but I changed. I did this. I got out of that life. If he's rapping that way, then I support him. That's a that's really good. Uh, I'm gonna jump in here uh, and read a Bible verse, uh, Colossians three, eight one to eleven. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Colossians chapter three, verses eight to eleven. Uh, it says, "But now is the time to get rid of anger, rage, malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. Don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature." And all its wicked deeds Put on your new nature And be renewed As you learn to As you learn to know your creator And become like him In this new life it doesn't matter If you are a Jew or Gentile Circumcised or uncircumcised Barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free Christ is all that matters And he lives in all of us uh, I, I, I really think that talks To the new man of, of walking in the Lord and uh, I wrote down some notes here, scribbling them down. Jamil, you said something about the message that's being sent out. The message that's being sent out, it has the power to change. And that's very true. Yeah. Uh, the messages that are being sent out does affect the listeners. But my question is, what is the message? Because what I see the enemy doing is uh, wrapping one message and doing something completely different. Outside of the song, outside of the message. So these rappers, they'll rap about, they'll have one record where it's glorifying women and saying, be good to your mama or something like that. Then the next record, they're in a club and uh, defiling women and, and having a sinful nature. So it's like mixed messages in these rap songs. And I, I don't, if you're listening to that over and over again, and especially if a rapper says, you know, God help me, I love the Lord, or something like that, and then they're making these sinful records. These listeners are going to think it's cool to do what the rappers are doing and say, hey, they love the Lord too. So my question is, what, what's the message? And why? And, and if I'm listening to a, a ex-crip or whoever, and they say, I changed, I got my life right, why, why would his testimony change the listener? Like, why would we, do, why would we listen to him or... What caused him to change? You know, did he just wake up one day or did life get really down and he said, I'm, what I'm doing is the wrong thing? I, I think the message at the core should be the gospel. That should be what changes our heart and our minds and, and things like that. There's no other other thing more powerful than the change is is, is send the message in the gospel of, of you know, our, we are sinners, but we are bought with a price and we submit ourselves to the Lord. Except Jesus Christ is our Savior, we are saved. That that is going to change our heart and our walk. But I think what the enemy does, he distorts these messages. So he'll he'll make something look righteous, quote unquote, but it's really not righteous. Uh, that's what I wanted to throw in there. Yeah. Can I chime in? Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. This this my only thing is um. Like when I think about you know the message, you don't you know if you think about it when somebody get in trouble, say for instance, somebody like catch a charge or you know they go to prison. Who the first person that they look to, like the first thing that they say when they get in some deep trouble? God, God, God. That's the first. 
Like they don't look for their mama, they that Lord, please help me get out of this. Or even you can even get out of get stopped by the police on the side of the road. And the reason why I'm saying it is that you got and like I, I don't know everybody's story, you know what I'm saying? But from what I hear and what I see, it's like the blind leading the blind. It's like they don't know God. They just know about him. They don't have a relationship. And when you don't got a relationship with somebody, you can't talk Amen. about it. You can't rap about something that you don't know about. So if just like with Joe, if if I never if I didn't know nobody in Joe um Joe Joe's um family, I can't say nothing about him. All I can say is what I heard from people in high school. I can't say what he looked like. I can't say like the closer I am to God, see I can tell you I can't tell you about, you know, God, um, you know, making somebody get out of a wheelchair, but I can tell you how God paid my bills. I can't tell you about how, um, you know, uh, you know, God, you know, I mean, he, I mean, raised the dead, but I can, I can definitely tell you how it was one time when I really need money and God made a way for me to get, um, get some paid. So it's like, like rappers, most rappers, they only, it's about fame and fortune. Like if I go all the way back, I'm gonna tell you somebody who meant who meant something they rap. Tupac, this man, he meant something when he rapped. Like he rapped about real stuff. Like he was a lyricist. Like now it's more, and it's sad to say, but the times now it is about you know the drugs and and the guns and stuff like that. Yes, people got stories, but they're not telling who delivered. Like I want to know, how, did you get delivered? Did God do it? Like I'm not hearing that. All I'm hearing, hey man, you know I did this and hey, you know I changed it like you said. But why did you like? Did God do it? Like, when is he going to get the glory? That's all I'm asking. Like, that's how you know you God-led. When God is getting all the glory, when you say forget the fame, the fortune, I just want God to get the glory. When you rather, when you see somebody on the side of the road and you got $50 or two, $300 in your pocket and you see them struggling, you're going to put them on the side of the road, give them $5, give them something to eat. That's real ministry right there. It ain't about music. And what people don't realize um, is that, the, it, like, Satan was in charge of music in heaven. The people don't realize that. He was in charge of music. So music is the most powerful weapon. On, music is more powerful than money. It's more powerful than money. True. So, so uh, you know, with that being said, is that I don't have nothing against rap music at all because some people, you know, everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. Trust me, everybody got trials. Everybody got tribulations. But my thing is that when you when you leading a baby the wrong way, that's that's destruction for the world. That's why you know God had a wrath the first time. That's why He caused the flood because you know He give us a, a something to do. He gives us a, uh, He gives us a choice. If we make a bad choice, it it it, it makes us mad at what He created. It's just like with your son. Think about your son. You raise your son right, or your daughter. You raise your daughter right in the house. You know you 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 discipline when they need to be disciplined. You know, but then every day they cussing the teacher. Out. Or uh, when you get to church, they stealing money out of the offering. Like, all because they listen to rap music. Now, how do you see rap music now? Now it's your child, you know, the one who's uh, facing a murder charge. Like, how do you see rap music now? So, to me, yeah. to me, I, I would be a little upset, you know. And not at, I'm not upset as the rapper because it's about business. Everything is about business. It's about making money, you know. But in reality, our society is dying, man. We're dying because... People don't know how to breathe life into others because they don't have a relationship with God. That's true. I I agree with you, a hundred percent. I mean, the things that we listen to they influence us, and you know, going back to rap in the in the nineties, 
you know, it had a message, clear message. There was a story to it. And now um, all that's being rapped about is, you know, get money, get money. And and the way women, I'm going to speak for the women, the way the women are being talked about, it's, it's all about them being strippers and, and getting that money and, uh, you know, and and sexing the man right. And, and so that's how women are looking at, like, yeah, that's how I'm going to go get my money. I'm going to go get my money. I'm going to go be a stripper. I'm going to make my money. You know, that I... Uh, I'll preface what I'm about to say right now. Uh, I, that new song by Rihanna, the work song, yeah. I had no idea what that music video was. And someone someone told me, I guess, that Rihanna's giving I Drake or I don't know who a lap band. Uh, you know, she's talking about getting her money, you know, that way. And so if People, teenage, if teenagers are seeing this and are like, oh, yeah, that's how I get my money. That's how I get people maybe who are, aren't living in the, you know, best uh, social climate, if you will, and they're saying, well, that's the only way for them to get out. The only way, that's how they see how they make money, not not to go to college or, or learn how to grow an asset. It's about, I, I, I'm going to be a stripper. Like, that's how I'm going to make my money. You know, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go go walk walk the the street and that's how I'm gonna get my money. Or I'm gonna go be a a, a video vixen and that's how I'm gonna get my money, right? And so if we're hearing these things, it is gonna influence us. You know, we are so easily influenced by the music. It puts us music puts us in moods. You know, you listen to that R and B, it's baby making time, right? You go and you listen. You listen to some hard rap. You're ready to go. Go set up, step up to some people, right? Right. You. So you know, we're listening to classical music that gets us in a real contemplative mood, and we're ready to to study or or write something out. So it does. It influences us, and I believe if we're true believers and followers. Uh, we need to set ourselves apart and understand that that is going to influence us. You know, when I got to work out hard, yeah, I might listen to some, some rap music, but then I start hearing the words and I check myself. I got to check my spirit. Like, what am I listening to right now? Like, I'm over here. Yeah, it's getting me pumped, but now I'm angry. Why am I angry? You know, I could listen yeah. to, to Christian rap. You know, I could listen to Christian hip hop, and then I'm listening to a positive message. And, yeah, I'm punching it out or I'm doing my push-ups or I'm doing my kickboxing or whatever, but now I'm being fueled positively, whereas if I was listening to Fetty Wap or Nicki Minaj or Rihanna, you know, my past is I did used to work in the sex industry. And so I started listening to that music, and all of a sudden I, I, I get mad at the, the regular job I'm working. I'm like, why can't I go make that fast cash? You know, mm. uh, man, I remember when I used to, I used to go up, uh, you know, and, and make my money as a stripper. Like, I remember all that. And, and then it starts getting me in a position where I'm compromising myself again. Like, man, I want to go get that real fast cash money. But no, I'm a follower of the Lord. Now I can't be doing that. You know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to ruin my witness. But at the same time, there's something in me that wants to go out and make money like that when I know that inherently that that's wrong for me. Hey, I, got, I got a question. I got a quick question. 
I got a question to everybody on here. Um, you you know I I you know I I know back in the day I had a um, video called Tip Drill. Y'all, y'all ever heard seen that movie video? Yeah. 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 Um, how how many how many hits do you think if uh say Lil Wayne came out with a video with all the girls in you know um, long dresses and all the dudes in suit and ties? Do you think that'll get more hits than um, uh-huh. a video that would make? That they, that they make right now with, you know, the girls dancing with money, the girls in the bikinis, which one would you think get more hit? The girls in the bikinis because sex sells. I mean, look at, uh, you go back to the 90s with um, Tupac, I Get Around video. They still get played yeah. on, on TV. Yes. So so yeah. my, question, my question is, is that how, the only way that we can send a positive message, if we, like, if you can, if you... You got to step out on faith. And the only way, like, it's too many people tagging along. We're we playing like, you know, follow the leader. You know, and, and, the, and, the, and the, I hate to say it, but the Bible says it's, it's, only, it's, it's like two fathers, man. It's either you, you, you with God or you against God. It ain't no in-between. It ain't no, you know, lukewarm. You can't be half-faith. Like, it don't work like Amen. that. It's either you all for God or you all against God. And people don't understand that. And uh, I, I really hate people getting mixed up thinking that, okay, well, I can do this, you know, but I'm still saved. No, you're not saved because he says that either I'm your father or you, or you belong to the devil. That's, that's, that's how it goes. That's what the Bible says. You know, so, um, you know, I, I just hate when people try to use that as, you know, and, and, and um, kids dying and going to hell, you know, people are dying and going to hell. And, like, it's all because of they don't understand what they're listening to and it's getting their spirit. And it might be common sense to us, but if you got somebody that's 13 and that's all they know, they, their mom and dad always fighting or, or whatever, and the first thing they're going to want to do, they want to listen to um, some Wayne, like set it off or something. You know, I want to do something, you know, because that's what I'm used to seeing. They don't want to hear nothing about, you know, for your glory. They don't want to know no, um, um, for your glory or, you know, um, anything like that because that's, that's not in their spirit. So my thing is getting back to putting the right thing inside the spirit. You put the right food in your body. You're gonna live a long life when you put bad. Amen. Food in your Amen. Amen. I'm glad Amen. you brought Amen. that up. I'm, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, what comes to mind is First John three, verse six. It says, "Anyone who continues to live in Him will not sin, but anyone who keeps on sinning does not know Him or understand who He is." This, this exactly. is a, this is the thing Christians need to understand. The followers of Christ need to understand. I, and I and and the Lord convicts me on the things I listen to and and the things I've watched. So I I always am, am high alert of what's what I'm paying attention to. But demonic rap and obviously sinful music. It, it how can you go to church say Lord I love you and uh, I worship you and you're crying in church and then you you get out of church you get in your car you turn on the music and then it's uh. Chris Brown talking about, you know, I want to get drunk and have sex and all this other stuff. Yeah. And you dancing to it. You're glorifying it, singing a song. I, I don't understand how you can go from one to the other. Like you just said, you can't be lukewarm in both ways. You know, if if you are in Christ, you know, old things have passed away. You don't glorify those things anymore. You don't even want to hear about sin. It's like you listen to someone sing to you about sin. Like, hey, this is what I did last night, and this is how you get the girls and, and all this other stuff. Why would you even entertain that stuff? I mean, that's that's the the mindset I'm coming from. It it makes no sense to 
to give that in the ear. Once you're in Christ, you want to put your mind on the things of the Lord and righteous things. Like I said, I, I'm still trying to decipher what's, what's good and, and, in the eyes of the Lord and what's not good in eyes. Because the enemy's very, very, very sneaky and cunning. He can put little messages in these songs and in these movies, and we just completely miss it. And next thing you know, like, oh, man, that was in there. I shouldn't have been listening to that. So that's a great point, uh, Alonzo. And and, and, I, and my, my question basically is uh, to, to both of you guys. Uh, how do I phrase this? How does your – you're both rappers. How does your walk with Christ align to your lyrics in your songs? Okay. okay let me go first. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, man. Man. I, I, um, I basically feel like uh, I do agree with everybody here that uh, the messages that are being put out in rock music they are is I think it's destroying our community. I do agree with that. I think it's caused it's helped cause uh, mass incarceration in black men. I think rap is a, a side effect of that. I think it was. Um, I just think it has done a lot of damage at this point. I think that, as far as me personally, when I make my music, I think that what people don't realize is like it's it's probably millions and millions of people trying to rap, but it's only legitly maybe fifteen people in the world who are actually selling more than ten thousand copies a, a week. It's it's very so. What I'm saying is, it's very difficult to even get to that platform, and I think that 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 means it has to be some type of God-given talent that those people have. Are they using it wrong? They're absolutely using that talent that God gave them absolutely wrong. I'm totally in agreement with you there. Personally, and what I hope to do in this world, I think that God gave me the ability to rap um, because he wants me to do something, you know, outside of Christianity. The people who make Christian music, I think that they God gave them a specific talent to write and create Christian music. Me personally, I don't know I don't know the Bible as much as I know the struggle of the streets. So I I feel like what I'm supposed to do is is because I've got out of it and I've changed my life. I feel like what I'm supposed to do is I'm supposed to make music that is about what's going on today. That's about what's going on in society. That's about what's going on with you know racial things that are happening in society. That's what type of music I make. I want to send a message, and I want to bring attention to stuff that's going on in the world. And that's, It just depends on the rappers. For instance, I think Wayne, I think uh, a lot of other people are making music that is absolutely putting negative, evil energy into this world. I do believe that. But I also, I follow new artists. So I, realize, I, see, I see a transition in what's starting to happen now. The stuff that's happening socially is starting to create Rappers who are social as well and who are not just, you should research new rappers. Research J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar put on a performance at the Grammys that was about mass incarceration. That's not, he, the people who it sounds like you guys listen to are um, future and, and other people like that who all, all they know is the streets and drugs. But I think if you, um, if you listen to new artists, you'll, you'll change your mind. And I think that the new artists are making it for instance, J. Cole. This is my last point. J. Cole made a song about a five-year-old girl who her mom 
pretty much sold her into sex slavery to her boyfriend, basically. It was a five-year-old girl. And J. Cole made a whole song about that little girl and dedication to that girl. And then he made another song in dedication to, you know, the people who have been shot innocently by police officers. That's the type of rap that we need to push people towards. Because every rapper, whether they make secular music or whether they make conscious rap music, I have noticed one thing. Every when they win the biggest awards, when they win rewards, awards, I'm sorry, when they win awards, the first person that comes out of their mouth is God. They might not be living right, their message might not be right, but if you watch a reward a Grammy uh, BET Awards, the first person that I know that every rapper thinking is God. And I think that's because rappers realize that the talent they have and the opportunity they have is not something that a regular person has. It has to be a God-given talent. There's no other way to explain it. And then, uh, if, if you're not speaking, I'm going to ask that you mute your phone. I hear some interference um, in in the broadcast. Uh, I, I, I but Alonzo, I think you wanted to answer as well. I uh, didn't want to jump in uh, before you answer. So go ahead and, and answer your that, that question. Well, um, you know, one big thing was, you know, he just said that uh, was that he don't know the Bible like he should, but he know these streets. Now, my thing is that if he did know the Bible, like, you know what I'm saying, if he knew more about the Bible, and he can help more people that's in the streets, you know. Um, and my thing is that it's, the, the sad thing is is that, yes, people might say God, and people, okay, it's just like this right here. If you got a boy that you've been raising all your life, you know, you got a kid, you got a kid that your son, your child, and um, all of a sudden you've been raising him, you, you know, he, he's 15 years old now. You've been doing the right thing. You've been, you know, taking him to church, you know, even yesterday. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. Everything. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. And then you got, you know what I'm saying, all of a sudden this new dude comes and he starts calling him dad. He starts calling him daddy. He turns his back on you. He starts calling him dad. How do you think, like, you would feel if your son did that to you? Like, I would feel real bad. And the reason why I'm saying this is because that's how God feels. You know, you got these people out here, you know, they're worshiping the devil. You know, you know they, you know, they got you know, all these different signs and, and these kids don't know. See, I'm not I'm not really worried about, you know, the people that's in the church because um, you know, Jesus said, you know, he come for the sick, you know, I'm not trying to talk about church and I'm talking about the people who don't really understand the gospel. You know, people who don't know the gospel. All they know is, you know, how to um cut up some dope. You'll be amazed at how many kids know how to cuss better than they can speak proper English. Mm-hmm. From age five to twelve, it's some kids. It's kids that I work with. Some ESE kids. It's a little girl. She can barely walk or barely even talk, but she know how to say the B word and the F word just as plain as day. And I'm like, Are you serious? Like, like what is she learning? And and the thing is, if if she was being um taught right, don't and I understand people go astray, of course, you know what I'm saying. But they're not giving God the glory. So when they, when, somebody, when when judgment comes, you know it's too late. When you get fifty years for killing somebody, it's too late. You know what I'm saying? You got to do. God ain't gonna just. What people don't understand is God ain't gonna just say, "All right, I'm gonna get you out of here." No, He gonna help you if you help yourself. He gonna help yeah. you. Faith without works is dead. That's what the Bible says. Faith without works is dead. 
faith without works. If you don't do no work, you can't have no faith. If you don't have no faith, you don't do no work. If, if you don't put in, that's just like the bank, of a bank account. If I go to your bank account, I can't draw no money out your account because I didn't put them in there. I can't go to the Bank of America and open up a new account and just say, hey, I want to take a million dollars out. I ain't putting that dollar in there. But I know for a fact if I put $2 million in the bank account, when I go there, it's going to be there. So if I put the Bible inside of me, if I continue to read the Bible, every time I come around people, it's going to come out of me. It ain't going to be no more profanity. Right now I'm going to be speaking the gospel, and people are going to be getting saved and getting healed just by my words. And I ain't going to be trying to preach to them, but just my light. See, it's a different light between a person that's big in the um, 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 uh, secular world and a person that's big in the gospel. Like, just imagine. Imagine if um, T.D. Jake started listening to rap. Oh, like, my really? God. You know what I'm saying? Like, what kind of impact would that make on the world? But imagine if Lil Wayne got saved. Imagine that. Imagine how many people he'll draw, how many fans will come to God just because they believe in him. Uh, real quick, real quick. So you mentioned Lil Wayne getting saved. Um, and and, and it, this really is a two-part question. Um, another hip-hop artist got saved last year, um, uh, Webby, Webby, a uh, hip-hop artist from out of um, Louisiana. He got saved. Is the video of him getting baptized and him stating that he is now saved. But he's still doing secular music. Is that true? So, like, I, I want, I want to, I want to get your guys' point on that. Second, um, Jamil, I understand, you know, your point. I get it. You know, I listen. I, like I said earlier, I listen to J. Cole. I listen to Kendrick Lamar. Um, but at what point in time do these artists have to be accountable for their actions? They're pre they're I won't say preaching, but they're you know, trying to be conscious artists, you know, from what they say in the music, I don't I don't know them from a you know, a grain of salt. But it sounds like they have some type of uh, spiritual belief in God and Jesus. I, mean, I don't know if mm-hmm. they saved or not. Um but yeah. as a believer Listen, and, and Joe, you know, hold, it's, Joe, hold you know, that you, question you, really quick. Joe, hold that question really quick. I wrote it down. We have a caller. I wanted to take a call, um, and then we'll get back into the discussion. This one's from Jersey. Let's uh, let's pass them in. Hello, you're on Straight Talk with Joe. Hello? Hey, what's Hello? going on, caller? Hey, how's it going? Oh, it's going good, man. We talking about... Should Christians listen to rap and secular music? Did you want to say something or weigh in? Um, yeah, I'll weigh in. I, I, a few thoughts. Um, should Christians listen to, to rap music? thought is, what's the difference between someone, and I might be all over the place because I, I have uh, mixed thoughts and, and mixed feelings about everything, um, but what's the difference between somebody listening to rap music and somebody watching a movie or a TV show? Because when the same the same messages that people take in and absorb when they watch movies is no different than what they absorb and take in when they're listening to a radio or or a rap song. And then um, the second thing is um, the second thought is 
I think I think we're putting too I, I think people put too much emphasis on whether or not rap is um affecting Christians because really um rap is just another tool that the enemy or the devil uses because there's there's many tools there's many many broad breadcrumbs that can make the case you know you got uh TV you got radio uh you got some preachers that are exploiting the word and and um you know, um, making people go astray because they're, they're they're giving you know false messages. Um, you got shopping, you got retail. Um, again, you uh, uh, you got retail. Look at the Monster Energy drinks. I mean, everyone knows. I mean, that's that's as blatant out as it is when you look at a Monster Energy drink, the the six 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 right on the front of it, and you still have people consuming it. So, isn't that stuff the same as? You know what we're taking in when when we're listening, uh, and basically I'm saying this stuff is all around. Oh, um, okay. Amen. And, 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 and I'm not saying, and 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 uh, again, like I said uh, at the beginning, I might be sort of all over the place because um, I have a, I have a newborn child. Um, I had I had a baby born in September, and um, till this day, I won't listen to rap music with my with my child in the back seat. Um, I agree. I agree. My, Same way. My, my thought process is, um, and my feelings are, I'm not going to allow my son to listen to rap music until he gets to the age where he's headstrong enough, because that's really what it boils down to. We could watch TV and we could listen to rap music and still go off and make decisions, positive decisions, and know right from wrong. Still, still get on our hands and knees and pray at the night. Uh, pray at night. Um, you know, still still give people knowledge and give people scripture and rap music not affect us, but there are people in the world that aren't headstrong enough to listen to rap music and, and listen to a, a Jada verse and say, well, well, you know, Jada said he's going to shoot somebody's head off, so why can't I go do it? So I think at a certain age or a certain uh, time in life, um, everyone probably is going to gravitate towards our rap music or whatever music they like. Does anybody want to address that? Um, and, uh, thank I'd you, like Paula, to for just say, we really appreciate it. Go ahead, Monique. Is he still on the line? Because I'd kind of like to have a conversation with him if I could. Um, yeah, just, he's still on. You know, I don't, I don't want to say I'm the strongest Christian around. Okay, I, I know I have so much growing to do, but I can tell you, I've got a personal and intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, but the enemy doesn't look at, oh, they're strong, I'm not going to mess with him. The enemy knows our weakness. So it may not be me in the form of going and shooting somebody up, but if I hear something and it triggers me, maybe it triggers me into depression. Maybe it triggers me into going out to just go make bad decisions. It's like the enemy's going to get us any way he can. It doesn't necessarily need to be something huge. You know, as it says in the word, he talks about, you know, the little foxes and it's how the little things pile up to something and then it ends up, you know, being that, that terrible decision. So I would just, you know, caution you that, I mean, if you're going to raise them up right, I'm, I mean, I don't know if I would say I ban you from listening to such and such because when you put such tight restrictions on children, I'm a perfect perfect example of that. You know, they're going to go wild out at some point. But maybe if you just have, uh, you know, a conversation with them and you let them know and make them aware, 
and we all know this. We all know that the power, the power in the tongue. There's power in the tongue. There's power in words. So we're listening to music, and which are words. It's going to influence us somewhere or another. It may not be to go out and shoot somebody, but it is going to influence us somewhere or another. How do you feel about that? And that that goes that goes. That goes back to what I said at the very beginning. There's the, the enemy uses. There's a lot of tools in the enemy's toolbox. So, mm-hmm. granted, we we could shut rap off, but if you're watching TV, you're going to get your. And I to- agree with you. All kinds of media. I mean, we need to be vigilant and guard our hearts in all areas. You know, and it's not just TV, and it's not just radio. It's it's social media. It's what are you looking at on Instagram? What are, what what kind of people are you following on Snapchat? You know what kind of what kind of people are are you following on Periscope and all these new types of social media you know that are coming into play? We we've got to guard our heart, as the word says, in all areas. So I, I I agree right. with you there. Just uh just one just one more uh just one more thought um only because I, I when I was listening in I heard it a few times. Um, I caution anybody to believe that um this era of of rap is the the rap era that is the most negative and and detrimental. If you real if you truly go back and listen to a lot of the songs from the 80s and the 90s who I love, I've I've always been a bass fan, I've always liked DMX. If you go back and listen to the 80s and 90s and truly listen to a lot of those lyrics, those lyrics are not positive. So anybody point, that thinks that you know yeah. anybody thinks that you know just because they they don't and I don't I, I don't really listen to the new the, the new school stuff the the, the Fetty Wops and, and and whatever else comes on the radio I can't even name all the artists 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 but um, every now and again I'll put on a on a on an old school rap station and when I truly listen to those lyrics now a lot of that stuff I missed before so there's yeah. really no era of rap that's 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 positive. Right. Right. I, I agree. I, I agree to that point. I I remember I was posting some things and I was looking at something that Biggie said, and it was just so off the charts. And I used to listen to Biggie, and I'm like, wow, he said that? That's kind of crazy. But like you said, we've missed it. We weren't paying right. attention. And, and uh, we're actually running out of time, so we're going to actually keep this show going. Uh, and the people will be able to listen to the full show once it's rendered uh, uncut. But we're, we're going to keep this conversation going for a little bit until we close. But I, I just wanted to make a point that there's new ne- there's no neutrality when it comes to God. There's no you're either with Jesus or you're against Him. You you can't be in between. Jesus said that Himself. So when people are saying I'm making positive music and and doing all this other stuff, that's fine. Good positive music, that's that's great. But and I and I and I like positive music. But the problem is when these rappers start showing more of themselves and and taking us into who they really are, they often turn me off because they start revealing, you know, things that they stand for, and I don't agree with that. And ultimately, uh, if it's against God, which a lot of uh, rappers say, and I don't believe in this, Matt, I believe in this, then I have to stop listening to them. And I know that music uh, does something to our spirit. It's very, very uh, powerful. And you, you just have to ask the question, why am I listening to this? You know, I used to be a big battle rap fan, and 
I used to be a big battle rap fan. And after I started getting more into the Lord, I was like, why am I listening to these guys talk about guns they're not going, they don't have and things they're going to do to each other that they're not going to do. This is just pleasing my flesh. I like to hear it, but it doesn't do anything. So that that's that's my thing. If it wasn't really pushing the Holy Spirit and building it and growing it, I really don't know why I listen to it. And it's a great point, caller. The thing is the same thing with television. I love all sorts of movies. I, I, I write movies. So I watch it for a, a bit for a different reason than just pure entertainment. But but sometimes I'm like, yo, why am I watching this? This isn't good. I don't even like this. There's too much cussing in it. And that's some things we need to be mindful of. And it's very, very uh, – it takes the Holy Spirit to discern those things. But you know, and that that, that kind of goes back to the to the uh, I guess the point that I was making before the caller called in. You know, at some point in time as a Christian, you have to grow out of you know whatever it was that was hindering you to, from getting closer to God. You know, um, Alonzo mentioned it earlier. Um, when I was a man, I put away childish things. You know, I re- literally when I say recently, I mean like yesterday. You know, when I work out, just like Mo- Monique mentioned, when I work out, I have a hip hop workout playlist like i like the worst of the worst I, i'll just be honest i don't partake in what they're saying it just gets me motivated it gets me going but i tried something different yesterday when i was um i didn't work out i ran i ran like two miles and i just listened to a gospel um playlist and i ran again today and right before i was about to choose my hip-hop uh, playlist to go run i listened to the gospel playlist again and I honestly feel a difference in my attitude and in my spirit versus when I go to the gym and I'm trying to lift, you know, crazy weight and they they talking about booty butt cheeks or whatever. But that affects my spirit. I may not feel it, but whatever you take into your body, just like Alonzo said, whatever you take into your body, it will affect your body. If you eat good food, You'll live a long life. If you eat bad foods, you'll be dead by the time you turn 50. So, you know, as a Christian, you have to progress in, uh, uh, into your walk because if you don't, you can be left, I don't want to say you can be left behind, but you can be stagnant within any situation. And how can God grow in a stagnation um, situation? God can't move if you won't allow him to move. So you have to be pure. You have to be filled with the Holy Spirit in every area of your life and not get what these artists are doing. But at some point in time, they have to go past those dollars. They have to go past the fame and the fortune and say, enough is enough. If I really want to be for God and I really want to live for God, then do it. It's one thing to say something all the time, but actions speak louder than words. And, can I, can I, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, no. What, what was it? Oh, you go ahead, finish. No, 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 no. You know, oh no, I just want to make one more, one more point real quick. Then I got a session, a studio session. I just want to make one more point. I live in Atlanta, um, where I pretty you you see two chains in the in the store. I mean, I see. I mean, you can see them everywhere. You see Usher. You see everybody. It's a lot of artists that'll just you you just see around. And one thing I've noticed since I've been living here is that um. Like two chains, he makes some of the most vulgar music, and he says some of the most bad stuff in his music. But when I when when I see him in Atlanta, he's paying, he's getting people out of foreclosure. He's buying families' houses. Uh, I saw 
T.I. during Christmas, walking to a wall, just a random Walmart in one of the worst parts of, 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 of Atlanta, and he paid for everyone in the store Christmas gifts. Everyone. I see, I see, I see in New Orleans, every Thanksgiving, I see the whole cash money go to New Orleans, and they give out thousands of turkeys and dinners to people in impoverished parts of New Orleans. All I'm saying is they make terrible music. I, I agree with that. But if you really, um, if people would really just stop and realize that these dudes, they're humans too, and if you just look at some of the, the large lump sums of money that they put into charities, and then you have Akon who is giving lights to thousands of people in Africa, it, it, rap music is given such a bad portrayal. But if you, if, if I have to just be honest, and this may offend people, I went, I, I came up in a church where we had a building fund all my life and didn't see anything built on it. But Amen, so I, brother. I didn't, see, I, didn't see, I didn't, I didn't see anybody. I didn't see my church pay anybody's bills. I didn't see any, my church get anybody out of out of debt. But from what I do know from research, that the church is a multi-billion-dollar industry. And I see these same rappers that everybody, you know, talks about all the time. They do so much more than the church in Atlanta. And that that's my only thing that I want to defend them on because I see rappers behind the scenes, and I just really think people should just do just research what they do outside of their music as well, and I think that's how God is using them. So if God wouldn't have never bought two chains to the level he is, he couldn't have never got that family out of foreclosure. Or he could have never bought that other family a house. Or T.I. could have, you know how many kids could have went without Christmas gifts if he wouldn't have went to Walmart and decided to pay for it? That's what I'm saying, too. I think that's Amen. how God is moving through those guys. And you know what? I, I, I agree with that point. I agree with that point. But I'll ask you this question. I know, I know you got to run. I know you got to go to the studio. But I'll ask, ask you this question. So yeah. in the Bible, Jesus said, or a rich man came to Jesus, and he said, Lord, what can I do to follow you? And I'm paraphrasing. And Jesus said, give up all your riches and follow me. And he thought about it for a second, and he walked away. And Jesus said, it's harder, I mean, I'm sorry, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to get into heaven. So I understand what they're doing behind the scenes, but it comes a point, and once again, I don't know, I don't know if they saved or not, but as a Christian, as a Christian, and you know this like any other Christian, you have to go past your good deeds and allow God to move and set aside some of those things that might bring you wealth. You, you might have yeah. to do that. I'm, I'm not saying that they are. I'm not saying that they're not. That they, they are going to do it. But it's certain steps that you have to take in this in this walk. And, and I'm sorry, I'll let you speak. Nah, who who, I, who wanted to chime in? Because I had something I wanted to say. I, Go ahead. Um, I, I want to say something real quick. Go ahead, man. Hello. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yes. This 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 question is to pretty much Jamil. Like I, I understand what you're saying, man, and and I understand like, and that's why I think the mega like mega church is messed up. They don't really, you know, I don't know if they help people like others do. But if you think think about this, when you talk talk about you know Lil Wayne and all the stuff that they do, think about this. What if Hitler was still alive, and um, 
and Hitler, um, you know, was giving out. He don't kill all these millions of men. And I'm not saying it's that, that they don't kill people, but I'm just using this as a comparison. Like, you know, he don't kill all these thousands and thousands of Christians, you know, just because he gives turkeys to people, you know, in Christmas, are you going to keep supporting him? If he um if he try to go run for president, you're going to vote for him just because he do good deeds? Because um you, you, could be, you could be as good as a person as you want to be, but that's not going to get you in heaven, period. Like, you can do as many good deeds as you want, but that's not going to get you there. And I understand, like, you know, people do good things, and, and God going to get seed to the soil. That's what the Bible says. So if you help somebody, regardless if you save or not save, he's going to bless you because you're blessing others. That's, that's why he works. God gives, um, he gives his gift without repentance. So regardless if you're doing it the right way or the wrong way, if you're still giving, God's going to give it to you because that's what he said. You know, we, we, we are created after his own heart. But what I'm trying to say is that you got to be careful with that because if they're doing the nice thing, say there's a little kid watching them, man, and there's a kid that loves Luane, loves Luane, and, you know, all of a sudden now Luane in prison for doing this and that. You know, now what, what is that kid going to think now? Well, at first he gave my mama a turkey, and then he was rapping about, you know, my, my, saying my sister a B and an H, and now he in prison. Like, that, that's too much confusion. Like, I, the, the devil knows how to confuse us as human beings. He, like, like she was saying, he knows our weaknesses. So, Jamil, if you, if you used to watch um, porn or anybody who used to watch porn, like, the devil ain't going to come at you um, with no little girl because you ain't never molest little girls. You, he gonna come at you with some porn, and when you flip through the channel, you say you say you flip through the channel late at night. You keep seeing porn scenes for some reason. Why do I keep flipping through porn scenes? So what you gonna do is, you know, nobody ain't looking. It, it, it's gonna be all right to look at porn just for five minutes, and then ten minutes, and then before you know it, you back in the same scene you was in before. So it's it's all about like it's, it's the trick of the enemy who tricks. Um, Christians, and it ain't about Christians. It's about people. It's about trying to, you know, magnify the kingdom, and that's what people got it wrong at. It ain't about, you know, you getting this right. It's about how you gonna help God build a kingdom up, and people are lost, and we have Amen. nobody to help find them. And, and I think, like I said, if Lil Wayne was to get saved for real right now, I guarantee you, millions of people, millions of people will get it after God. I guarantee it. Get, Amen. And, and he will not get the same support as he's getting in the world right now. He he ain't gonna have all them record labels. They gonna man, you crazy, you crazy. Just like what? Think about it. You got people doing now. I just read about they got a school for lesbians and, and, and um you know uh, trans transvestites. Like like what is this? It's okay. It, that's okay now. But if you think about this, about twenty years ago when you was in high school, Jamil, or maybe in middle school. If you somebody was gay, you know, and I hate to use it like that, or somebody was bisexual, you, you looked at them crazy. They tried to hide it. But now they're walking around freely. It's okay now. It's okay now. And why? Because they're confused. It's just like he said with Boosie. First he said he said he's getting baptized. Now he's still living the same life. So, and I, like I said, man, it, that's very confusing to a person who really don't know about God, somebody who ain't really brought up in the church. You maybe you was brought up in the church. You seen certain things, but there's people in Atlanta. I'm telling you, it's gonna be people in Atlanta that's gonna come across you, and they're gonna ask you, you know, should I go this way or that way? And, and and at that point, you gotta have your life right so that you could tell them, hey, you know what, man? Hey, I understand you like doing this, man, but hey, you need to seek God. 
because that's the first choice. Because God is the only person that everybody knows. That's it. That don't everybody in the world don't know Lil Wayne. Every even babies know God. You know what I'm saying? So how do we magnify Him with our lives? And we ain't doing that. We just going with the flow. That's all we're doing. We're going with the flow. And I'm talking about we because I'm talking about our society. And I don't point fingers because I talk about myself too because everybody got ain't nobody no super Christian. Everybody got um you know skeletons in their closet. But like like the position you in, bro. I'm telling you, you could turn a if you got a business at um you know you promoting and all this stuff, man. You don't have to have a, a gospel promotion, but you can have a you can turn it into a positive. Hey, man, listen. Let me let me see if you can rap a whole sixteen bars without cussing. Let me see that. You ask somebody that. See where they where they where their lyrics really at. Because if you look at their lyrics, about nine out of ten they saying the B word and the A word, or in this and in that. That's what separates. That's a, that's what separates. You know, gospel rappers. If you look at if you look at Lecrae, this man probably could rap sixteen thirty. Same thing here. We can give you sixteen bars without cussing. It, it, that's easy because that's not in me. Cussing ain't in Amen. me. Man. Yeah, that ain't yeah. So, so it's, yeah, it's, about, good, it's about what we put, what we put in the youth, bro. And it ain't nothing against you, man, or nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause I come from a struggle too. You know what I'm saying? But I can say, hey, man, have you ever been shot at, stabbed, or you did wrong? But think about this, man. Look what God did for me now. Like, now I ain't no super Christian. Yeah, I made mistakes, but I don't sell drugs. I'm not in prison. And if you think, I guarantee you, you know five people that's in prison right now. I guarantee it. I bet you know more people that's pri- that's in prison that's that's probably saved, and that's because the message that we're allowing people to to, to continue to do like we let we let them do it, and it's people like position you in you can change the world, bro. You can change the world, but see the the thing that's scary is that if you do that, then people ain't gonna accept you. They ain't gonna accept you, but you, they didn't accept Jesus and look what he did. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's all yeah, I'm saying. Good point, my brother. Good point. I, I just wanted. Say one quick thing. One quick thing. Isaiah sixty four six says, uh, you know, I'm, par- I'm going to paraphrase it. It says that our righteousness and our righteous works are as filthy rags to God. You know, it's not about the good things we do, like uh, Alonzo was saying. You know, if we're living a, a foul life in the Lord, but to everyone looking at me, it looks like, hey, I'm doing this for the poor. I'm doing this and that. You know, God sees what's on my heart for real. And I might come up to the Lord one day. I will come up to the Lord one day and I'm say, hey, Lord, I did all this stuff. I, you know, see all these good things I've done. And the Lord said, yo, you never knew me, man. That don't mean nothing to me. Are you saved? Did you tell people about me? Have you shared my gospel? Have you given everything and submitted yourself to me? And he doesn't, if, he, if, the, if the Lord don't know you, you know what happens after that. So our righteous works don't mean anything, but sharing the gospel does and, and and submitting our lives and converting does do something. That that saves us, and that's what it's really about. I, I think we might still have the caller on. Caller, call, are you still on? Yeah, I'm, I'm still on. Did you, did you, did you uh, want to make another point or – yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm taking it all in. Um, and just to piggyback off of what you just said, um, you're right. It's not about the, the, the good things uh, that we do um, because, uh, like you said earlier, the, the enemy really is tricky. And, and people fall victim to thinking, oh, just because I'm a good, a good person or just because I'm doing good deeds um, that, you know, I'm still going to make it in heaven or, or I should be looked at as uh, being some, some, some good individual because – this is this is 
an extreme example I'm about to give, but what about the, the, the child molester that's running around molesting people and then on the flip side he feels like he's doing a good thing because he might be giving the person that he's molesting money or the, the pimp that's, you know, pimping these chicks and then decides to, you know, pay for the, 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 the prostitute's um, living expenses. You know what I mean? So those are some of the good. Those are some of the the, the things that some people do, and they're they're, they're doing evil and and, and uh, performing trickery. But at the same time, they think that they're doing good because you know they're they're doing these these on the flip side. They're doing some of these uh, these good deeds. Um, the one the one caller said something about um, the one caller said something about if Little Wayne got saved, um, you know he would change all types of people's lives. Um, I'm not sure if I'm sold on that because um, Lil Wayne was probably one of the, the biggest rappers in, in, in the 2000s, but Mace was definitely one of the biggest rappers in, in the 90s. And Mace would have had, we, we know his whole story. And um, I mean, there's still tons of people out there that didn't go ahead and follow Mace when, when he went ahead and got saved and became a, a Christian man. Um, so it's not really about you know, looking at somebody, uh, an entertainer that's getting saved, it's, it's really about, you know, following Jesus and, and, and um, what he puts in, in our heart. Um, and the last point I want to make, um, I think a lot of times we have some of these people that get, get put on pedestals um, and, 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 you know, we think they make it in life and then something crazy happens. Like, you know, we find out, you know, they're uh, – you know, the, the Charlie Sheens that behind the scenes are, are messing with prostitutes or, or doing drugs and stuff like that. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the talent that God blesses people with doesn't amount the, – the character the character that people have doesn't amount to the talent that God has blessed them with, if that makes Amen. sense. So you have a lot repeat of people that, that wait, get, Repeat that one more time. Repeat that one more time. You have a lot of people that that God blesses with talent, and they 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 they're talented individuals. You know, whether it be on the basketball court, whether it be as politicians, whether it be you know in public speaking, whatever. God blesses these people with talent, but then we hear about them in the media. From that we hear about them in the media, um, and their skeletons come out because their character does not amount to the talent that God has blessed them with. So our, yeah, our basic okay. thing is basically what I'm saying is our character and our talent have to amount to each other. If not, that's when we have difficulty. Amen. Amen. That's good. That's really good. Yeah, I, I mean, I and, and think about that. I mean, we see it. We see it all the time. We see it with a lot of entertainers. We see it on local levels when when we hear about these these people that you know have done such great works in the community, only to find out. You know, they they were messing with the little boy down the street. You know what I mean? And that's because behind the scenes, their character and their their, their belief in God or their belief in in you know um, Jesus is it, 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 it just doesn't live up to the the talent that God has actually blessed them with. Yeah, yeah. And we get and we and we have to make our character conform to the image of Christ and be like more like Him. And follow his commandments, but like you, great point. If your character doesn't line up, then your works are just gonna be good works. But your character doesn't equal your good works. Your character exactly. is some other person, and it and it throws people off. And and that's just you know the devil because the devil is the author of confusion. He confuses people, 
and gets people thinking this way, and then we could just all do our own thing, and we're all cool, and that's what he wants. Um, it, yeah. it, I definitely think that's a great point, man, and we, we really like to thank you for calling. We're definitely going to wind it down, man, and uh, please call again, and God bless, man. Yeah. No doubt. God, God bless um, God bless y'all also. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm in Jersey. It's, it's, it's getting late, so it's time for me to take it down. But, uh, again, thank you for having me, and, and um, I'll continue to tune in. Y'all doing a good thing. Thank you. Thank right, no you doubt. so much. Yeah, uh, yeah enjoy y'all. Yeah, thank y'all so, too, man. Thank y'all for um, letting me talk to y'all and, and come on tonight. I really appreciate the opportunity. And I got a lot of perspective tonight. And, uh, Lonzo, everybody, y'all really showed me a lot. So um, definitely change the way I'm looking for stuff. Oh, man, praise God. Man. Thanks, thanks, praise thanks God. for coming on, man. We um, we really appreciate hearing your perspective, man. It was a blessing to uh, to uh, hear. I guess you could say hear from the other side. And uh, you know, you're welcome to come back on anytime, man. Anytime, and you know, to, to carry on this discussion. We know you got to run, so uh, be blessed to have a wonderful night, man. Thanks for coming on. Uh, you know. You too, thank you. Don't forget about me when thank you make you. it, Jamil. So, uh, guys, if I could just, uh, I just want to say one thing. I, I wish I could have said this while he was on the line, but for those of uh, you who are listening, I just want to say, you know, it really comes down to who's within your sphere of influence. And, you know, just like we're hearing, he's, he's, uh, I believe he does like music producing and, you know, he works within the secular world. Um, but even, you know, my job, I don't work at a church, you know, I'm in the secular world, but I still have opportunities to share who Jesus Christ is. I still have an opportunity to represent Jesus and let people know about what he's done in my life. And I love that idea of how, uh, you know, hey, man, hey, I get it. You're in a rap. I love it if you could. Let's see if you can just rap the 16 bars, like, no cussing. Like, I love that. Like, just that. Just certain things like that that we can do, you know. What's within our sphere of influence? And, and how can we bring Jesus Christ, you know. I, I I truly believe that there's good in everyone. And even, you know, guys out there or girls out there who are rapping, and it's just ugly. It's ugly what they're singing about. It's ugly about what they're, how they're making their money with the messages they're throwing out there. But it, it's also, I believe, it's our responsibility to pray for them. You know, we, we've got to pray that, that the Lord's mm-hmm. going to grab a hold of their heart and, and they're going to change their ways because they're in the spotlight. And I do believe they do have an influence. If people go, what? Like, he switched it like that. It will make an influence. We have to remember we're, we're not to be uh, worshiping idols. You know, we shouldn't be putting anyone greater than ourselves. But their sphere of influence is way bigger than our sphere of influence. So if they give their life to the Lord, that's going to definitely be a testament to to all of their followers and media that are, it, it is, a, it's a great way to give glory to God. Um, but we just have to remember, it's all about our sphere of influence. Who is in our sphere of influence now that we can share Jesus with? And it doesn't just mean, hey, do you know Jesus loves you, but just showing love to them is showing Jesus to them. 
Amen. You know, that's Amen. a very basic way how, how we can begin, um, you know, because we, we live in the world. It's a secular world out there. So how are we going to bring Jesus to those who, who don't know who Jesus is, who, who don't care to know who Jesus is? How are we going to go about that? Um, can, can I Amen. tag on to that? Can I tag on to that? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, Go ahead. Share your, share your remarks, brother. Um, all I want to say is that, you know, I agree with everything she's saying. And um, just to add on to that is, you know, people in the world, they look for negative things in the church. You got to think about it. So they can make an excuse for what they're doing is okay. Like, for instance, you know, you got, if you want to you want to use, you know, when they find out what the dude's name was, that you know, they, the pastor that found out that he was, you know, gay or whatever, uh, the one down in Atlanta. See, people outside of church who don't want to get in like the God, they strive on stuff like that. And, and really it's our fault because we keep falling in the trap. As Christians, we keep falling in the trap. Yes, we're human, and they don't realize that we're human just like they are. You know, so yeah. they use that type of stuff. They, they, they use – oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they, they use that type of stuff so they can say, I'm not going to no church. They're hypocrites. They do just as worse as we do. You know, and, like, I guarantee you people that's in the world can find out more negative things about the people that go to church than they can positive things. And what people fail to realize is they keep saying church, church, church. The church is supposed to be inside of us. The church, the building has it's done nothing to anybody. The building has done nothing to anybody. You know, so people don't want to go to church because hypocritical people that's in church are people, Amen. you know, not saints. I call them ain'ts because they ain't really saved, they ain't really in the church, and they ain't they don't really have a love for God. And so that's why you find those, you know, and that's why I miss those old those old saints. I'm talking about those old mothers. We running out of those old mothers. You know, now grandmothers thirty three years old. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Almost 75. Yo, you remember grandma back in the day, seventy five, walk around, eighty years old, walking around with that um that coat that you know what I'm saying? Walk walk around with that coat with them slippers on. She decorate clean early in the morning, waking you up early in the morning, talking about you ain't gonna sleep in the house all day. We don't got that no more. You know, tell them, boy, you better pray. You better pray over that food. You don't have that no more in this world, in this society. All you have now is, you know, grandma trying to club with the daughter. You know, I understand that. Grandma drinking with the dogs, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, so that that type of stuff right there, it pushes people towards the secular world because we ain't doing nothing. Um, as Christians, uh, we and the thing about it, we have more power than they do, but we just don't know how to use it because we're really not trying to um live a saved life or live a relationship with God. All we want to do, and just like with with the music, uh, I, I think about with music. I used to listen to, you know, rap music and this and that. And, yeah, it's cool, you know, if, if you know you got a strong spirit, you got a strong mind. But think about it. If you got your phone, say a little kid that, you know, look up to you, say you was a um, minister uh, over the youth, and you got your phone, and you got – because your phone tells what kind of person you is about the music you got in your phone. Everybody got music in their phone. So it's going to tell what kind of person they is. You know, so um, and, and make a mistake, and your phone got lost in the church. And one of the kids got your phone, and you got a whole thing of, you know, Lil Wayne, a whole thing of J. Cole, you know, you got a whole thing of, you know what I'm saying, uh, Plies, and you probably got a small, you know, thing of, you know, um, Dietrich Haddon or whatever. You know, that kid, now he's confused 
Because, hold on, this guy's preaching to me in church, but he's listening to the same thing I'm listening to. So why am I going to listen to him? That's, mm. just like somebody, that's just like somebody smoking a cigarette telling me, man, don't smoke cigarettes. Well, you doing it? How can you tell me not to do it? That's dumb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's so stupid. You know, so it's, it's like if you ain't living that life, stop faking it. I, I don't like when people fake yeah. the gospel. Amen. Stop faking it. Yes. If you used to be a scripper, okay, you can get that testimony. You saved now. If you used to be a drug dealer, you can get that testimony. You saved now. But don't be trying to be a drug dealer and then trying to be in the church, you know, trying to act like just because you pay your tithes, you know, God is pleased with you. No, he's not pleased with you. He's going to say, I never knew you. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's that's. I, I was trying to, you know, let Jamal, Jamal know, you know, hey, listen, I understand what you're doing. You know, you got a big impact on the world. But you said it yourself. You don't know that much of the Bible, but you know a lot about the streets. So if you if you flip out that, and the sad thing is, and I'm, I'm gonna let somebody else talk after this, is that sometimes God uh, it, uh bring a bad tragedy in your life just to get your attention. Like some people don't die just because some people won't answer God's call, and people Amen. don't realize that. Amen. You know what I'm saying? So that that's what bothers me. And I always ask people. I post this question: How many more people are you gonna let die because you don't want to get saved? Come on. Mm. 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 That's good. Wow. That's good, brother. That was brother. good. I, I, <laughs> that was good, though. That was good. <laughs> that, that's good, man. I, listen, I, I don't. I'll just say my closing remark. Look, trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge Him and it'll make your path straight. That's all I have. I I, I kind of want to end the show with what he said, <laughs> but Joe, close us out, man. That was a great, great, great question. Oh, man, uh, you know, it ain't, it's not too many times where, uh, where we get to the end of the show and I'm speechless. <laughs> but, uh, you know, tonight was a blessing, man. You know, Keith, I think we've been doing this for over a year now, and um, I don't think we ever went past 1130. Um, wow. Um, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be quick because, you know, we, we – Went way over our time tonight. Um, I remember growing up with Alonzo and Jamil. I remember Jamil when I was, oh my goodness, probably in single digits. I remember Alonzo when we um, uh, when I went to middle school. Um, so I've basically been knowing these guys all my life, like I like I opened up saying. Um, but it's what's one thing about Alonzo that I would never ever ever forget. And I, I saw back then, even though I didn't know it, but looking back at it now, I, I, I see it and I saw it back then. He was a senior in high school. I'm, he, I, he graduated the year before I did. And his senior year, he would walk around the school, and to us it was a joke. I don't know if he was being serious or not. But he would walk around the school singing a, 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 a Christian song, um, Cooling Water, Cooling Water from Grandma's Well. And he would, he was singing that song so much that he would influence us to sing along with him. <laughs> you never know what, you laughing because you know, you never know <laughs> what impact you have on someone's life at any point in time in any individual's life. Amen. The decisions you choose to make now can affect your peers, can affect your parents, can affect your your, your brothers, your sisters. It, it can affect anyone. Don't go around with a 
false persona of a Christian. Because if you choose to allow the enemy to dictate what you look like on the on on the outside and you feel with rot and lust and hate on the inside, that false bravado that you perceive in the church will eventually come to light. Don't allow the enemy to infiltrate what God already has set up in your life. The enemy is here to kill, steal, and destroy. The conversation that we had tonight was based on false pretenses that the prince of this world has allowed to be spread amongst the world. Like Alonzo mentioned earlier, the enemy was the heavenly choir director. He had an influence with music. If he had an influence with music, and he's the prince of this world, why do you think that music is not, certain music, is not created by the enemy to get you to be drawn away from the thing that's trying to save your life? Satan is God in this world, Choose today who you're going to follow. Because I guarantee you, if you continue to listen to these secular artists, Plies, uh, Young Jeezy, uh, you know, I, I know I said Future a million times because that's the only thing that only got to pop in my head. But if you continue to follow these same individuals and you don't turn your life around, you don't choose to set your eyes on the thing that's going to help you, which is God, you don't choose to have love in your life, and you're going to choose to listen to this music that's going to degrade women and uh, 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 promote uh, selling drugs, promote killing people, then guess what? One day, unconsciously, you might go to the gun store and pick up a gun. You might have that same gun, walk back in your house to call your wife a bee. And then you could be driving down the road. Somebody might tick you off. You get out of the car and you shoot them. Then you sitting, you sitting in the jail cell and you thinking to yourself, how in the world did this just happen? Lord, hmm. what happened? Why me? Because it's the things that you allowed your body and your spirit and your soul to ingest that brought you to that same situation. But you could have avoided that a long time ago by following the word of God. Instead of picking up your playlist, pick up your Bible. So, in closing, allow the Word of God to soak deep within your spirit. Meditate on His Word. Focus in on the Holy Spirit. Set aside the things of this world and let God use you to help others. Let love infiltrate your life and not the ways of this world. <sighs> we love you. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. Lonzo, Jamil, we really, 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 really appreciate y'all coming on tonight. Um, you guys are welcome back anytime, anytime. And and, and I, I speak for everybody. I don't care if they want you back or not. I'm saying y'all can come back anytime <laughs> y'all want to. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome back anytime. Thank you, Thank you guys. Hey, 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 real quick, real quick, Zoe. What was that last sentence you said? Do you remember the last sentence you said? 
Yeah, I said, how many people are you going to let die before you give your life to God? Amen, brother. And we can close on that. <laughs> Amen. Hey, thank you everyone for listening. Um, tune in next week. Keith, you know, you can say a couple last words. I'm done, man. Hey, this was a great show. No, no, we done. We good. Everybody have a good time. Good night. All right, good night. God bless. God bless. Welcome to the show. It's straight talk with Joe.